LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. This is the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast hosted by LifeWay. Ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders. I'm your host, Chandler Vinoy, and Ron, in this episode, we are talking about common tensions in a new leadership position. Now, you've been the new leader a few times, so I'm assuming this one may be just a little personal for you. Well, I have been, uh, but I've also watched a lot of new leaders. I, one of my favorite things to do is is in the coaching world is coach new leaders mm. because I know there's so much potential there, you know, and uh, you, you haven't made a lot of mistakes that you have to recover from. And so if you start well, you can, uh, you can do well. And so I love working with new leaders. But there's some common things that are going to naturally occur with a new leadership position. And if you know it, you can be better, um, one, not be as disappointed when they happen, mm-hmm. and two, uh, probably do some things to adjust so that they're not as severe, uh, and then you can you know, plan accordingly. So uh, four things to remember in a new leadership transition, and some of these, I've gone over these with new leaders in the past, and they're like... How did you know? Well, I mean, I'm just I just know these are common and they're not uncommon. That's uh, I guess that kind of goes with it. Doesn't it? <laughs> there you go. So what's the first one? Miscommunication is normal. Miscommunication is normal. Uh, now, obviously, communication is huge. Working with the church right now and going through a really difficult time. And the number one theme over and over and over again uh, mentioned by the staff is communication. It's just a problem. It's communication mm-hmm. from from church leadership to staff, from staff to church, from church to staff, from church to leader. You know, you just they're just doing a poor job of communicating right now. That's dangerous in a marriage. You know that when you, you just go through seasons where you're not able to. Uh, you're in one of those seasons probably now <laughs> where you know life is is involving a small child and that's what you have to talk about and have to consume you so you don't have time to get away and just talk about us as much Uh, but communication is so incredibly so incredibly important and yet in the early days it's just not that unusual for um uh for there to be miscommunication and that's simply because uh, you don't know the language of the culture. Uh, they don't know you yet. You don't know how to talk to each other. Um, you know, when you're, when you're first dating somebody, you're learning how they respond to situations. Mm. You're learning how, um, how they sulk or whether they, um, you know, uh, Cheryl and I are different. Uh, I can play the silent treatment, you know, really well, <laughs> you know, and uh, thankfully we're past most of that. But in the early days, you just you're, you're dysfunctional in communication because you don't know each other very well. That's perfectly normal. Hmm. So stepping in, you know, uh, thankfully, somebody listening is going, hey, at least I know to be looking out for miscommunication. Yeah, that's right. And even what you're saying there, you know, even at Lifeway just came out of a meeting earlier today where we were talking about, man, it's just miscommunication Mm. and you know communicate 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 Uh, i've heard it said you know once you feel like your staff has heard it right you know a hundred times that's the first time they've heard it that's right and once they've heard it you know a hundred times the congregation has heard it the first time you know yeah so when you step in of course you said hey you're learning the culture of communication but as a leader 
what are some things you can really kind of hone in on and maybe even do yourself to make sure you're communicating so that people understand even what you're trying to do? Well, I think ask questions to make sure you were heard. Uh, do you understand what I'm saying? Do you have any questions? Give that freedom for people to ask you questions. Uh, that's Im- important also. But be listening. You know, what is the feedback? What are the, how do people respond? Uh, how do they respond when you walk into a room? Like if you walk, if, if you're the leader uh, the, and you walk into a room and everyone suddenly stops talking, Mm. Oh, okay, why, why is that? About? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is that? You know? Yeah. Um, so just be aware. Yeah. And uh, if it, it, here's one standard rule of thumb. If people are not asking you any questions for clarification, it probably means they don't understand mm. and don't feel the permission to ask. Now, it could be it's just that simple. Hey, I yeah. want you to pick up that piece of paper. Okay, I think I understand that. But most of the time, we, we live complex lives. Our roles are complex. So there's going to be questions. There's going to be, okay, unpack that for me. What do you, help me understand what a win looks like here. There's going to be those type questions. If you're not getting those, it probably says something. Uh, it's not because they're that clear on it. It's yeah. because you haven't given them that opportunity or they don't feel they have the, the opportunity. to. Do. Yeah, that's helpful. That's number one. What's number two? Misunderstandings are normal. Uh, misunderstandings are normal. Uh, obviously, that happens when miscommunication is 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 uh, occurring. But uh, people only know what they know, <clears throat> and <clears throat> I always say they don't know any more than that. So, when all the information hasn't been delivered, or there's too much information to keep track of, some people are going to become confused, and that's just simply normal as well. Um, there will be, in the early days, blurred lines of responsibilities. And, you know, a new leader comes in. We were just talking about that type situation of transitions uh, before we went on air. When when you're a new leader, you're expecting to do certain things that maybe the past leader didn't do. Or you're expecting to know certain things that the past leader didn't even care if they, if they knew or not. And that just creates some misunderstandings that you simply don't know right now. And, and that's okay. They don't know about you. You don't know about them. That's totally normal in a season of transition. What about number three? Missed opportunities are standard. Missed opportunities are standard. Some things are going to have to go undone. The reality is you can't be everywhere and do everything. And that's really difficult for most leaders. They come in. They're fresh. They have a lot of ideas. They, they want to get results right away. And so they... They may run in a hundred different directions, and none of those are very successful. You've got to pause long enough and say, in the early days, we're not going to be able to tackle all of this. Let's start well, tackle a few things, do them well, earn some more chips so that we can do more change, and, and then go at it again. But just know on the front end, everything you want to accomplish, you're probably not going to get to uh, in that transition period. I was just talking to a buddy, you know, he's stepping into a new role <laughs> and we were just talking and he just listed off. I mean, it was 20 things. Yeah. And we were, and we, were, we had the conversation of, man, you're not going to be able to do all those right, things. Right. So I know for, if you're stepping into a new role, you have all those aspirations and you yeah. want to see the whole, everything get fixed right sure. away. But just as you said, Hey, it's not going to all happen. Right. How do you make the decisions? Cause you just said missed opportunities are standard. Right. But there are opportunities that you really can't miss early on or you want to make sure that you are accomplishing. So how do you 
kind of even rank what you need to accomplish? Well, I'll usually, um, uh, I have kind of a decision grid I, I work off of that has to do with impact, time, and complexity. Impact on one axis, time and complexity on another. And and I'll kind of chart them out. I just did this with the church um, recently with their elder body uh, where they there were uh, we did a SWOT analysis. We tried to refine that. There still ended up being 20 on the board. Mm-hmm. Okay, we can't do that. So let's let's schedule them out. How long is it going to take? How complex is it? And how um, and how much impact is it going to have? The higher the impact. So if it's a high impact, low time complex, complexity, do it right now. I mean, jump on that. That's low-hanging fruit. But if it's one, it's going to be very difficult to change. There's a lot of moving pieces here. It's going to have tremendous impact in the future. Schedule that out. Don't do that right now. Get to that down the road. So uh, a lot of times it's just a matter of asking the right questions. And some of that is also, uh, it may be a point of need. So if you're, if you're uh, you know, drowning financially and you're not going to be able to pay the bills yep. and that's that that's on the board right away um if there are uh opportunities such as a, a missional opportunity that can bring a lot of attention quickly and the church gets excited about it that goes to the front so it's just really asking the right questions yeah that's helpful so if you're somebody and you got your <clears throat> list of 20 try to map out that grid and start yep. placing them on there and you'll be able to hopefully prioritize what and those And we'll see if like. anybody's listening. If you're interested in seeing what that grid looks like, send me an email and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll send it to you. There you go. So once you start, you know, maybe you're tackling some of those opportunities. I mean, everything's going to go perfectly, right? No, no. That leads <laughs> to, the, to the final one. Mistakes can be expected. Okay. You know, in the early days of transition, especially always in leadership, mm-hmm. but especially in the early days of a leadership position, you can just expect that there's going to be some mistakes made. Um, you're going to new territories. You don't know each other. The team's getting to know each other. There's misunderstandings and miscommunications going on. We already know that. You're just going to make some mistakes along the way, and that's okay. Uh, again, the re- what we said in the beginning, knowing this helps you maybe take some of the pressure off, but maybe also help prepare. We're probably going to make a mistake if we don't spend some more time thinking about this mm-hmm. or spend some more time analyzing this or what, whatever that happens to be. So um, knowing you're going to make mistakes, it'll take a little of the edge off of it. It also may help you prepare so you don't make quite so many or they're not quite as damaging. Hmm. Well, Ron, before, right before we close, I just want to say this. Maybe you're listening to this. You are a new leader who's stepping into this position. And even the way that Ron's framing this up, you're like, man, that's super helpful. On the front end, you mentioned that you are coaching individuals. Yes. You want to share a little bit more about maybe somebody listening who wants to take advantage of something like that? Yeah, I, I do. So uh, I have 5T leadership. We've talked about that a little bit on the podcast, but basically one of those is transitions. I love helping uh, young people start, young uh, leaders start, young or new leaders, I guess I should say, in the transition period. And a lot of times the way that works is is simply a one once a month coaching call. It could mean I come to you and spend a couple couple of days with you or your team and kind of analyze things and kind of map out where should, here's the 20 things, what should we address mm-hmm. first? 
or it could just be a once a month um, coaching call where we just kind of go through the biggest priorities that you have and, and talk through them. So I'm happy to do that. Reach out to me. I'd love to talk about that. Awesome. But if you're enjoying these podcasts, and I was just with some people in the last couple of weeks that said, I really enjoy. They're very practical. Thanks for that. That's what we're trying to accomplish here. But if you enjoy listening, uh, help us keep these going by, um, you know, liking them, sharing them, reviewing them, subscribing to it so that you don't miss. All that helps. When you tell someone else about the podcast, it really does uh, help a great deal. And when you tell me or or Chandler, hey, we enjoy this, that's a blessing to us. It really is. We don't take that lightly. So thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. For more information about Ron, check out ronedmondson.com. For more leadership resources from Lifeway, check out leadership.lifeway.com. Thank you.